Hi, thanks for joining us for Devotionables, brief devotions for busy people. My name is Gabriel, and today we are in Genesis chapter 11, a well-known story, the story of the Tower of Babel. You know, we've been doing the F260 Bible reading plan together, and I hope it's been encouraging to you. If uh, you would love to join us, it's not too late. Hop in. We're Genesis 11, like I said, or you can get caught up. We're not, you know, we're just really getting started, so it won't be too difficult to get caught up, but no pressure. Just, we would love to have you read God's Word with us. This past week, Monday, Derek Riley did a synopsis of the book of Job for us, and I would so encourage you to go back, listen to that, and be encouraged by that word. Jo- Genesis 11 today. It's the, the Tower of Babel. is the first nine verses of this chapter, a very uh, consequential story in the Bible right here. So let's read these nine verses together. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people. And they all, they have all one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down. And there confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord dispersed them from there over the face of all the earth. And they left off building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of, of all the earth. And from there the Lord dispersed them over the face of all the earth. It's interesting that every time the tower here is mentioned, the city, the name of the city is mentioned. And here the people, um, having just been really, God's mercy is not far in the rearview mirror. We just read about this devastating flood that wiped out all the earth, all the living creatures and the flesh on the earth, Except for Noah, Noah, a righteous man, found favor in God's sight, a righteous man in his generation. And so God saves Noah and his family in the ark. And then as, as the, the floodwaters have subsided, God makes a promise, comes into a covenant with Noah, and then gives instructions that they then, almost like a, a redo of the instructions given to Adam and Eve to go forth, to rule over the earth, to cultivate it. To create and go forth and really to, to be God's representatives, to take the glory of the Lord throughout the whole world. And yet, there's this, this passage, again, we're always learning something about God. God is the hero. God is the main character of the story. We're also learning something about the human condition, the human heart, rebellious, hard heart, stone, not obeying God, not worshiping God, not working or building for God, but wanting to build up a name for ourselves, to live for ourselves, to build our own kingdoms, to be the rulers of our own domain. And here, it's, they say, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower at the top in its heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves. Right? That desire to be God, that desire that led, you know, I think I will eat that fruit. I think God is holding out on me. It, it's still in this human heart. But notice here, and I love this here in verse 5. No matter how big we think of ourselves, it's kind of like a, 
a moment of, it's a little bit humorous in a sense, like God has to come down, right? They built this tower, this name for themselves, no matter how big, God still looks down. It's like playing, you know, if I were to play basketball with my two girls, here I am just I mean, over six feet tall and I mean, it's just no matter how, they have no chance, right? There's no chance to live this way apart from God. It reminds me, we get, you get throughout the, this comes back up in the stories of Scripture. When you get to Daniel, and you remember the story of King Nebuchadnezzar's statue and how tall it was, like a 90 feet tall, 100 feet tall. Um, it's in the same place. It's in the same place. And you think about, there's always people through riches, through power, trying to make a name for themselves and really trying to be God. God comes down and God rules and reigns. And here he confuses their language and he will cause his plan. You know, he told them to go forth, they disobeyed, but he causes his plan to go forth. And so, a very interesting story. And we're just, for a sake of time, we're out. Much more we can say, but be encouraged that... Um, who are you building your name for? Who are you living a legacy? Are you living for the Lord to build His kingdom, or are you trying to build your own kingdom? Our kingdoms will always topple. They will always fall. God's kingdom reigns and lasts forever.